Praise God. Praise God. And for the record, I did see you running around being nervous about the situation. No. <laughs> Romans 12, 9 through 13. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. And seek to show hospitality. The word of God, let us pray. Most gracious God, Lord, we thank you for your words. We thank you that we have the ability to read your very inspired word this morning and to study it and father we know that without your spirit we would be lost that these words would make no sense to us whatsoever so we just pray that your spirit would quicken our hearts and minds so that we may see these words and they fall afresh on our minds and hearts lord and we pray that through all of this you are glorified more than anything and father i pray that the words i speak be not of me but be of your spirit for it is in christ's precious name we pray Amen. So, we're looking at this book of Romans, and Paul gives us exhortations. And that's a kind word for commandments, right? It, it, it doesn't seem to have the same sort of force behind it. Commands seem one thing, exhortations seem like another. So, I use the term exhortation. But that's what Paul gives us. And as we look at the Christian life, it can be sort of a conundrum if you look at it from afar. On the one hand, the price is nothing. The price is free. And on the other, the price is everything. Everything. It costs nothing, and yet it costs everything. The gospel tells us that we don't have to do anything. But then we're always told that we have to do everything. So you can see it can be a very difficult dichotomy at 50,000 feet to try to understand exactly what's going on. So Paul has spent the first 11 chapters telling us that we're saved by grace through faith, not of ourselves, lest any of us should boast. It is by the works of God and God alone. And yet here in chapter 12, he's twisting it a little bit, not twisting that message, but he's shifting focus saying, you've been saved by grace through faith and faith alone, now here's what you do. Here's what you're supposed to do. That is how that faith works its way out in your life, being a Christian. And if it's not working its way out that way, then either you're being slothful, as we say in that as we saw in that scripture I just read, or you didn't get by grace through faith to begin with. You're not saved at all. So it's sort of a a testing situation as well. So again, this morning we are looking at these exhortations or commands that Paul has given us. And if you read the 12th chapter and read it carefully, there are 20 of them. There are 20 commands or 20 exhortations to you and me as Christians. And I think it's important that we understand that. And that's who he's talking to and that's who he's talking for us to or how he's telling us to deal with others. It's each other. It's you and me. It's how we are to deal with each other as a church. 
But with all these exhortations, you still have to jump back up and see verse 3, right? You can never lose the importance of verse 3. And if you remember what verse 3 was, verse 3 was whenever Paul told us to examine ourselves, to see if there's any pride within us. Because you can't get past that verse if there is. We can't abhor what is evil. We can't be genuine in our love. And we surely can't love one another when all of our time is spent looking or worrying about ourselves. And so that is the very first thing that we have to do is to search ourselves for the pride that so oftentimes resides within us and causes us to be unable to do these commands or these exhortations that Paul has given us. So we have to put that aside in ourselves. In verse 9, Paul exhorted us to let our love be genuine. Let our love be without hypocrisy is what the scripture actually says. Let our love be true, meaning don't be fake about it. Be genuine in your love. It's easy to do things, and I talked about this last week. Doing's easy. That's external. We can make ourselves do things we don't want to do. We can make ourselves look like our love is genuine. That's not what Paul's telling us to do. He's saying, let your love be genuine. What resides on the inside not what is on the outside. If you get it right in here, you will get it right out here. It's a cart before the horse, so to speak. So we have to let it be genuine from the inside. And then he tells us, as we looked at last week, to...
not a competition. The word outdo doesn't mean we compete each other and showing each other honor. It means it's the actual action, right? We have an internal loving one another with brotherly affection. And what does that cause? What happens because of that? Then we work hard at honoring each other, at, at showing and demonstrating that love to each other. When somebody's crying, we cry with them. When somebody's laughing, we laugh with them. We love with them. They are one with us because we share the same spirit. We've been saved by the same Savior, and we will spend eternity together. And it's what Paul's exhorting us to do. Love one another with a deep brotherly affection and show honor to each other. Don't rejoice in somebody else's failures. 
Rejoice in their successes and cry, mourn when they cry and mourn. Love them, be there for them every step of the way. Can you do the latter without doing the former? Sure. But you're a hypocrite. When you're there to cry with them and to laugh with them and to to be with them and you don't love them with a brotherly affection, you're a hypocrite. That is the definition of hypocrisy. So first, you have to love them. Then and only then can you truly be there and show them honor and do for them, cry with them and laugh with them and be there in all the difficult moments and all the wonderful moments. That's each of us. That's the church. That's all believers. And it's not just this church. It's every other church in this city this morning. It's every other church in this county. It's every other church in this state and in this country and around the world. And that was the beautiful thing I saw on stage or on this altar last Wednesday night when you had those, those kids that were from India and you could just see the glory of God resonating and glowing and coming from their smiles and their faces They're our brothers and sisters. Love them with brotherly affection. Amen? Let us pray. Most gracious God, Lord, we thank you for these difficult sections. Father, it it is hard to live by these commands. But Lord, at the same time, I'm as guilty as anybody. If you look at the amount of time that we spend asking for your help, in loving each other, every one of us with brotherly affection, we fall significantly short. Let us dedicate our lives to loving each other, truly loving each other without hypocrisy, but with a pure heart. And let us outdo one another in showing honor to each other, Father. We share the same spirit, we share the same Savior, and we share the same Father. Let us act like it, Father. Let us genuinely act that way. For it is in Christ's precious name we pray. Amen. All rise.